Welcome back to another episode of Reasons to be Happy. I'm your host, Paula. How was your New Year's? I hope it was everything you had hoped it to be and you've kickstarted the year in a joyful mindset. My New Year's was really peaceful this year. It was very mellow and it was just what the doctor ordered. Last year, my New Year's was not the best. It was pretty anxiety-inducing. So I welcomed a much slower and more relaxing evening. We had a nice steak dinner and wine, sat by the fire. I did some reading and reflecting, and I got a great night's sleep, which I feel like makes me weirdly happy these days. So that was kind of my night, and I feel pretty good about it right now. I am hoping your New Year's was just as happy in whatever way you rang the year in. And even if it wasn't what you had imagined, that is okay. I have been there. I've always felt like this holiday, out of all the others, has a tinge of sadness in the day, which I think is because there's a lot of hype and pressure around New Year's to celebrate and party and have plans and be surrounded by people. And that just isn't always going to be the case, understandably so. Not every New Year's will meet your expectations. And that's, first of all, very normal. And second of all, we create some of that pressure and we put it on ourselves. We plan and then we wonder if it's the right plan and then there's maybe something else going on that you think you should be at or maybe the people that you wanted to be there don't show or not everyone is in good spirits and there's tension, who knows? But it's not always in our control and I think that can sometimes be a bit of a letdown. But I think... The takeaway is that I've had great New Year's, I've had bad New Year's, I've had very dull, anticlimactic New Year's, and that's kind of just a metaphor for life, isn't it? We've had ups and downs, we've had neutral, tedious days, and that's something we just accept and we learn to appreciate for the variety and diversity that is life. So on the topic of New Year's, comes this idea of making resolutions. So for me, personally, I used to be pretty big on New Year's resolutions. I would generally make a few large-scale goals with really high hopes and intentions to have an amazingly accomplished year. Um, And then a few weeks in, I would just kind of fall back into my old pattern simply because the tasks and schedule of life just took over And I just lost interest. And I'll say this, I do have pretty healthy habits regardless. I like exercising. I'll go to the gym, go on walks and runs without having any sort of resolution motivating me. And I also have pretty healthy eating habits. I don't drink that much or have any sort of addiction. So it's not like I have unhealthy habits that I need to kick or anything like that. But in theory, I do like the concept of improving myself and being happier, smarter, fitter. And I think that for whatever reason, because it's been ingrained in us, January 1st is the time to kickstart something new. So I'd set off on these resolutions to essentially just scrap them a few weeks in because I either forgot about them or just carried on with my normal routine. And I feel like that happens for a lot of us. So this year, I wanted to mix things up a little bit. And I decided to not put much weight on the whole resolution-making business because at 33, I know who I am, I know myself, I know my ways, and this isn't really going to work for me. So I also, um, a few weeks ago, had read an article from The Cut 
came up in my feed. And if you are interested in the article, it's titled, Is This the Death of the New Year's Resolution? And when I saw that, I immediately clicked and read, and it really resonated with me. The takeaway from the author, Annalise Griffin, was essentially that making resolutions comes with some issues because they're structured as a task that sends a message to us that we're not good enough as we are and that we need to be better. There's a quote that I had written down. She writes, there's no pleasurable sense of growth in this journey, only a mandate to fix ourselves. And that really spoke to me because it's so true. We're not honoring the insight that we learned or where we've come from. We're not thinking about what we're good at and what could make our lives feel more purposeful. Resolutions don't celebrate the growth we've already made or give us that sense of meaning, but rather they just say, this is the task. They assign a task. And if you do it, you'll be quote unquote better for it. But... All that's to say, I still believe that there's a lot of value for this time of year. I believe that we can actually gain a lot by reflecting and thinking ahead. And even though this concept of time is a bit arbitrary, the end of the year is a natural endpoint to this chapter. And it's a beginning to the next chapter in the storybooks of our lives. So I think it's a great opportunity to evaluate how the year went and take time to plan for a more promising future, whatever that might look like for you. So I, however, (laughs) I'm not so sure that resolution making really gives us the space to organically reflect and think, but rather it's this set point like, okay, on January 1st, I am going to start X, Y, and Z. And the other piece of it too is that goals often take much longer than we plan on. We might not see tangible growth for months or years. And so that requires steady commitment and finding intrinsic value to those goals. And arguably, many of the resolutions that we set for ourselves seem to be more extrinsically motivated, like superficial things like losing weight or getting a promotion, making more money, owning a bigger house or whatever, the, whatever it is. Um, And oftentimes those material things don't really feed us. They don't satisfy us in real ways, or at least not in the long term, I think. So it's more about the intrinsic happiness, like spending time with loved ones, finding our inner purpose, cultivating that inner peace and giving back to our communities. Those goals, I think, can actually give us the authentic growth that we're seeking. So... Maybe the real question we should be asking ourselves this year, and I'm going to do this too, I am doing this, isn't what we want to change, but why we want to change. What is the root of our motivation to improve our lives in some way? And I think we can learn a lot about our values and our priorities and our time management by answering that question. And the last thing I'll say about resolutions is I think we've learned through the pandemic that the best laid plans can go awry at any point because we could say to ourselves, my resolutions this year include, I want to travel to three new countries. I want to meet the love of my life and I want to go to the gym six days a week. And then a global pandemic happens and shuts down all travel, restaurants, gyms for months. So then what? So we have to be adaptable with what life gives us and maybe loosen 
our resolutions and think more globally and and lean in to whatever circumstances we're in, appreciate where we're at and look back on the growth that we've made in a year and think what growth do I want to see in a year from now? And traditional resolutions just seem much more rigid than the gray of life actually is. So I would say that the message there is to be patient with ourselves. Honestly, give ourselves some slack for what we've been through, especially in the past two years. And with all the different things that are going on in our lives, we, we owe it to ourselves to give ourselves some grace. This year, I have decided to just take stock of the lessons that I learned in 2021 and use that insight to make some informed but more broad goals for the new year. And I'm going to really focus on intrinsic-based goals that are going to fill my cup as opposed to anything outward like money, appearance, material, things like that. The last takeaway is the old line that a goal without a plan is just a dream. I had a teacher who used to say that. And don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of having dreams. I think they're essential. But we also need actionable steps to move ourselves toward that dream. Taking action is a big part of making progress. It's up to you to decide what specific actions you can take that are going to be manageable and also going to align with the person you are and where you want to go. So my recommendation, and I've, I've done this for myself, is that the actions need to be small and achievable. So a quick example is if you want to learn more this year, you might say to yourself, I want to read more books. So then maybe the action could first be deciding on a book that you will enjoy and will enhance your mind, maybe asking your circle of friends for recommendations, maybe browsing the bookstore, and then committing to reading five pages of that book every day. Five pages, that's nothing. So I think that that could definitely be feasible. Or let's say, another example is, let's say you want to become more of an early riser and take advantage of the quiet morning hours. Well, if you've never been a morning person like me, then it might be so unpleasant to wake up earlier than you have to. That's how I feel. So, and this is also one of my goals for the new year. But maybe you say to yourself, okay, one day a week, I will wake up 15 minutes early to journal or enjoy a cup of coffee in peace or read those five pages of the book, whatever it is. But to me, I think that sounds so much more doable than the all of a sudden becoming an early bird who completes 10 tasks before 7 a.m. Like that's just not going to be me. But I think waking up 15 minutes early on Friday, that is something I can probably accomplish, definitely accomplish. So setting an action-based plan in motion can be overwhelming, but I do think making reasonable targets that you wanna hit can make the progress actually happen. And you know, you can't be expected to climb Mount Everest in a day. It's going to take little steps bit by bit your whole life to, to achieve anything that you set your mind to. So with that said, um, I'll end on this. This podcast is an action step for one of my goals, sharing some of my thinking and offering some ideas to connect with other people and engage people. It genuinely brings me so much fulfillment and Maybe it, some of these things that I share rings true to other people. Um, and on that note, here's to 2022. 
let's ring in the new year with reflection and hope. And I will catch you later. Bye. Thank you for listening.